glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Happy day after another Redskins quarterback breaks his leg and Mark Sanchez has to play a majority of the game day. on a must-win Monday night football game against a division rival day. Day. Yeah, don't let the laughter fool you. This is weird. This is horrible. Pure misery. Yep. yep. Yes. I, I had a great day. I just, I, tweet, I, I just tweeted out our uh, hashtag, hashtag, hashtag joy, like, tweet. Like, hey, happy we're recording happy. a new episode. Like, yay, happy. But it's not really joy. It's not. At PMIC Podcast on Twitter. Um, and on Instagram and Facebook and um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Thanks for tuning in. We are, so it's a Misery Tuesday. It's about as immediate of a reaction as we're going to get since the Redskins played on Monday night in Philadelphia. Um, Bobby Blanca, Greg Porter, Ian Foster, Tom Natale. Uh, let's see. We are feeling as shitty as about, about as much as Tom is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Tom is horribly sick, so excuse his voice. Voice is better than, better today than yesterday. This is one of the earlier. I mean, it's I, recording I, at eight o'clock. This I is one did, of the earlier I did episodes. just cough and fart at the same time a few minutes ago. Beautiful. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So like that's that, a win like off that the cat. field. <laughs> is it <laughs> winning off the field? Hey, I, I'm reaching at this point, considering the the uh, 24 hours in DC sports. So. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Let's go, Caps. Stanley Cup champs. Stanley Cup champs. They're taking on uh, the Vegas Golden Knights in Las Vegas in two hours from this recording. So, yippee. Because some those are some good memories. But last night was not. The <laughs> Redskins fell to the Eagles. 28-13 in Philadelphia. Another must-win Monday night football game turns into a debacle. Um, yeah. Mark Sanchez, that that was a thing, that was a thing that happened. Hey, um, it started off great. It did. He led us to a ninety-yard <laughs> touchdown. He was in one play. Did he hand that off or pass he, it? She sure that did. It was a beautiful. Hand <laughs> he off. handed the fuck. He out of that snapped ball. the ball. Got it. Yeah, I'm glad a did, NFL quarterback it, could do that. Transferred it to Adrian's arms, <laughs> and Adrian <laughs> did took it to the house, <laughs> and then still didn't break a hundred yards. This isn't me being hyperbolic. Did last night feel like a death to you? Because that's what it felt like to me. It was a cruel and unusual joke. <laughs> I'll go with that. It was like, I mean, but to me, when the season, by show of hands, the season died. Yeah. Season, that's what yeah. I meant. Like, by show of hands, I mean, obviously it's a podcast. Who had a horrible feeling going into that game, anyways? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm the optimist out of the yes. three of us. We, we, we picked the Redskins, but uh, we always, we said that we were going to. I lose. got. It, it, and you know what? This weekend went exactly how we said it was yep. going to. The Cowboys fucking beat the Saints. Correct. And then the Redskins laid a dud on Monday night. Yep. To fall out of to fall first place. What a week ago? Twenty two days ago, we had a two game lead, and now we're in third place. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Two game lead. How 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 does that happen? I mean, I know, I know y'all's lack of t- faith. Tom, you didn't watch the game with us. You couldn't buy the Popeyes on Monday night. You know that. (laughs) I even got it for lunch (laughs) just to see if it would work. It did. It did not work. (laughs) Um, Tom, I know you were not feeling well. I know you you also watched the game. We did not watch with you. Yeah. But I can't imagine. I mean, yes, it was frustrating. I can't imagine you were 
I mean, you were probably getting very pissed, but like at at, well, Actually, at some point, it, it was, was just it was, like it was so bad. Yeah. It was just like this, I wasn't. This poor, is laughable. Did you, I did you hear me? That did you hear me yell once? Uh, I heard a couple of couch slaps. There were no couch slaps. No. No. I would I tell mean, you if there was. Well, downstairs, like I can't really hear what's going on. I hear noises, but it's not like I can typically hear words all that much. But no, you were okay. you were relatively quiet. Yeah, I was quiet on a Monday night football game in which Mark Sanchez was taking, was under center. Uh, and what I mean by it was a death, uh, what I mean was the season's over. Season's done. Season's done. There is going to We're be... We're going 6 and 10. Yeah. There's probably going to be a substantial amount of turnover in this amongst the players, amongst the coaching staff, maybe amongst the fr- uh, front office. That would be ideal. It's not going to happen, though. Not, not going to happen. You know, I think just yesterday was a culmination of what has transpired over here over the past 27 years, and that was a, a, a number that has been said a lot over the past 24 hours almost, 27. Mm-hmm. 27 consecutive years in which the Redskins have failed to win 11 or more games. Every team in the NFL has won 11 or more games at least once in this 27-year span besides us. Even, I'm, even the Browns. I'll be 27 94. in April. Oh, my God. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> I don't know. And that's that's why I always point to Ravens fans that complain. I'm like, you shut up. You shut your mouth. You know, it, it was, it, to me, I, it was more just, it wasn't a level of anger. It was just, I felt bad. I felt just, I was just upset. I feel so bad for Colt McCoy. Yeah. That's, a that's guy awful. when he's had that was heart wrenching. <coughs> really was. It was his Let, shot. You know, it's yeah. it was his shot to finish out the season. Yep. And be I a mean, boss. just think about this guy's football career. He got hurt in the national championship game, correct? Oh, Which yeah. they would have won. Which they probably would have won yeah, if he stayed in. And then he got hurt in that. Then because of that injury, he slipped a little bit in the draft. He wasn't a projected first round pick, but anyways, fell to the third round and was drafted by the Cleveland Browns, which we all know is just about as unsustainable as the Redskins, even worse and then has essentially just been in NFL purgatory ever since. And really, this was his probably his last shot mm. to be like a Case Keenum type player, a guy that you know teams can rely on. He's a fringe NFL starter and could be could live, could have a fruitful career yeah. in this league that chews and spits players out, you know, it feels like on a day-to-day basis. I just, <clears throat> my, my heart breaks for the guy. And this is just um, I, having our top two quarterbacks break their legs, of all things, yeah. in a matter yeah. of three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Not even three weeks because we were short weeks. If he, right. if he doesn't come back, he's got a great career as a fucking quarterback coach anywhere he wants to go. I mean, you consider how many different systems he had to learn, how many different coaches he played under, his ability to teach other quarterbacks in the second, third, and fourth string line to be like, hey, this is what the mentality needs to be. This is what you need to do. I could see him being a great mentor and doing that in the transitional role if he doesn't come back to the, to the league. That's not out of the realm of possibility. At the same time, what was I feel like was indicative of him being a backup to begin with was the play that he actually got hurt on. He had no business you know, slide, doing what he did. He should have thrown the ball away. He should have. And if had he thrown the ball away, and because it was a, it was going to be it was a negative play regard uh, with that, it would turn out to be a sack. Mm-hmm. On the play in which he broke his leg, and then he stayed in the game. Yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, that's crazy. Breaks his leg, and then at least Our two more plays. Fucking suck. Yeah, to get us in field goal range. He did. Yeah, that was unbelievable. So uh, that's something that I did want to ask you guys because 
I mean, this is now the cons- second consecutive year that we are absolutely just positively decimated, decimated. by, by this injuries. This is worse. Yeah, especially on the offensive mm-hmm. side. Um, <clears throat> is there someone to blame for that? I mean, is it just can you just attribute it to, you know, tough luck, that's that's football? Or Broke is, leg, I don't think you could say that. Is our, you put that on I want to know who their milk guy is. Yeah, is our <laughs> players aren't drinking enough milk. Is our training staff <laughs> not getting our there. getting our professional athletes in the proper shape? I don't I don't know. But when you have two years of this consecutively, it's just what what's to give? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I can kind of compare it to Maryland football. We, you know, we went through that stretch of what we had five four, quarter, yeah. four quarterbacks tear ACLs in yeah. a five year span, and it's like what what what. Um, and you know, so then it's like, all right, what's with the training staff? How come these guys can't stay on the field? And then, yeah, I would like to point out. Hope I mean, you could you could say point to the training staff, but I was listening to the uh, Redskins Talk podcast on my way here tonight with JP Finley, and he made a good point. He's like, hey, at the end of last season, after all those injuries, Dan Snyder actually invested in the training facilities. He invested like over a million dollars to revamp because like you know these injuries can't happen again, and they did. And, you know, the Alex Smith one, that's a freak injury. That mean, yeah. compound fracture, bone coming through the skin. That yeah. that happens. <gasps> yeah. I mean, that ha- it's just a freak injury. Um, but, I mean, what? That's FedEx Field claims another quarterback, Redskins quarterback. Um, and then the Colt McCoy one, his leg just hit somebody and it, br- and it yeah. fractured. I mean. It's just that's bad luck. But I think when you look at it as a whole, everyone, all the injuries over the past two years is like, okay, there has to be a common factor. It can't just be bad luck because no one else has gone through this stuff. Like that, the odds, I think, stack against you because all right, if someone else has to have some bad luck too, there's 31 other teams. Yeah. So, but to answer your question, I don't know who that would be. Yeah. And I would would think, but I I don't know who that would be. They're probably gonna have to fire the training staff. Yeah. I don't. And I, I made this point to we, you and I were talking about it. We watched the game together last night. Like, in time, you kind of alluded to it. It's on mostly on the offensive side of the ball. The defense, the defense is healthy. Aside yeah. before last night, it was just Dunbar mm-hmm. that's been hurt significantly. Yeah. Now Ryan Anderson's probably gonna miss a couple of week or two for the hamstring, but that's that's a common injury. People that happens all the time. Pull a hammy. Um, it's the I mean the offense will lose Brandon Sheriff for the season. You know. Trent, Trent Williams is constantly hurt. Morgan Moses is constantly hurt. Laval Chris, hurt. Laval, Chris Thompson's con- constantly hurt. Quarterback situation. Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson out for the season. Trey Quinn hurt his foot. Only He's only played now three games this season. So, I, well, let's, I, let's, I, 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 want, I guess, Mike, to answer your question with a question, why is it – maybe – I don't remember what really specifically last year. I guess it's Jonathan Allen. <laughs> but why is it more frequent on the offensive side than the defensive side? I don't know. Let's just think about it. So we've lost our starting wide receiver and our starting slot receiver in Crowder and Paul Richardson. Crowder. Uh, we've lost our starting left guard and starting right guard. Twice. Twice. We've lost what was projected to be our starting tailback in Darius Geis. Lost our starting QB1, lost QB2. Cooper's out for the season too now. And now yeah. Jonathan Cooper's out for the season. You know, and so it's just rule number eight. Mm-hmm. Injuries, injuries, and more injuries. That's what it says. Yeah, I think that's honestly the amount of, of injuries there. And, like, it, I mean, it. I, I just – I'm not coming from a place of, of any knowledge as to what their training staff is like or what they're doing, but it sounds like, or at least from – 
the leadership style that Gruden has is more of a, these are professionals, we got game, we got film, we got, you know, routes and all that other stuff. But I feel like more of their time needs to be filled up with classes and being like, hey, you know, maybe that wasn't given to them at college or we, we need to, like, implement yoga. We need to implement actual stretching. We need, like, active, you know, like, health and kinesi- have, like, kinesiologists out the, out the wazoo and just have them there just watching over being like, hey, do this this the right way or whatever to limit injuries because i mean it's a lot see and and the reason i'm going to go back to saying calling this game a death because i think we can all unequivocally say that the season's over and it's not just me being overly pessimistic that's when you have a mark sanchez who's your starting quarterback who's been on the roster for for about three weeks um not even three weeks excuse me but what does this mean for the coaching staff what does this mean for jay gruden another pass another pass probably yeah I think it is. And and justifiably so. Because the last two times that they were healthy, mm-hmm. they were 9-7 and seven and 8-7-1. and one. Or, Yeah, 9-7, and 8-7-1. And so I, I really think that they're giving them another chance, which is infuriating to me. But It's infuriating? Yeah. I, I, I'm who, done. If you, I, if you, you had a done. If you had a like dream pick, who would you think to bring? Coaching-wise? Yeah. McDaniels. McDaniels would be very nice. Do you think he's leaving, though? Probably not because I mean he didn't. He rescinded the yeah, he Colts offer. I don't know. McDaniel's would be fantastic. So, It'd be like a on paper, like another Sean McVay. And yeah. that looks kind of like a bad. Well, I mean he's still with the Patriots, but Frank Reich has the Colts he's, looking good with, yeah. with a healthy Andrew Luck. That team is good. It's incredible how much he's of the year. He's a really good coach. He's he's my vote for coach of the year. Yeah, and it's. You know, I, I listened to Grant and Danny almost all day today. I listened to a good portion of Chad Dukes, too. And, you know, there's, especially after games as emotionally draining as the one we saw last night, there's something that I think that's really good that they, ha- they have a vent clock where callers can speak for about a, a 60 seconds and just <laughs> bitch, which is the way to go, the, the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And what the Redskins always do time and time again is there's always a scapegoat. Who's at fault? Who are we going to paint as the the reason why we are so bad. Yeah. And I feel like, yes, there are, Ian's not alone in the Jay Gruden camp. And I, and I don't blame this on him. No. I, I would say the overwhelming uh, level of acrimony is held um, towards Bruce Allen. Yep. And I think it goes beyond just his win-loss record that he's been here, but this, the level of just scripted, disingenuous bullshit that he's fed us in the, what has it been, Almost 10 years since 2010. Sorry, eight years that he's been yeah. here. Yep. And it's, uh, you know, especially the week that has transpired at Redskins Park. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's how, that's my question is every time that we have to have this conversation about why the Redskins are so bad, well, look at the front office. Mm-hmm. You know, the likes of... Dan Steinberg at the Post, Grant Paulson on the fan, whoever, they always come up with these numbers like, look how bad the Redskins have been, and the one common denominator isn't the coaching staff, isn't the players, it's Bruce Allen and company. Yep. And, I mean, (coughs) what does it say to not just Dan Snyder as an owner, but as a businessman Mm -hmm. to, like, not notice that and realize that? And I mean, I get it. He's your buddy, whatever. But, I mean, if you're that... uh, if you're that, you know, determined to win and He's to not. earn money, He's then, already making money. 
but he's not making that much money compared to what he could be if they're winning. He went from the number two most valuable franchise team to the number five, and he dropped by a billion and a half dollars, and he's still just running along. He's still making, you know, three and a half billion dollars a year. Okay, but if he's as greedy as everyone thinks he is, wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you think he would want more? No, maybe and, he's lazy. And to win more, maybe he's greedy and lazy. And just likes having his friends I actually, around. I don't think <laughs> Dan Snyder's I'm being, lazy. I'm being a dick. Oh, yeah, I, I, I just feel like he's ego maniacal. Yeah, and you know, Jay, uh, Jay, a friend it's of also the, entirely possible. None of them know what the fuck they're doing. That's also very. They're well. just they're just rich dudes in suits that are like we we run a football team <laughs> and it makes money, so we're fine. Boys, club. my dad was good at it. I <laughs> could do it too. We're you're good. You know, it's uh, Jay, a friend of the program. Said earlier today, Vinny Serrato's record with the skin seventy four and eighty eight, mm-hmm. and he was painted. He was the scapegoat uh, years and years ago. And Bruce Allen's record with the skins fifty eight, eighty six, and one. It's even worse, mm-hmm. and it's getting worse. And it's getting worse. And I just felt like it was just a culmination of the shitstorm that is the Redskins Park, and it started with the Reuben Foster. Um, Statement. I mean, signing, and then what Doug Williams said this week, and then the apology, and and um, you know, Bruce Allen is nowhere to be seen, be heard, been heard from. Shocker. Yeah, Weird. it was. It was also reported declines this, all the interviews. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a reason that there was only a statement released from Doug Williams, and there was a reason they didn't want him to speak, and there was a reason that when someone did speak, it was Doug Williams on the radio, yep. and then that he was the one criticized, while Bruce Allen is behind behind a door laughing his ass off. Yep. yep. Yep, it's um, it's it, 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 to me, it's just wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, we've had this conversation. We had it last year. We had yeah. it the year before. The year before, we. It's, it's the definition of insanity. It, it it really. Thank you. That's that's perfect. Um, it, it really is, and it's just. And it's making me insane. <laughs> you know, and in the membrane. Some it was also say. it was also reported <laughs> that um, the Redskins are 28th in league attendance this year, and 32nd, they rank last in terms of the percentage of fans in the stadium. I mean, because it is, uh, FedEx is still one of the larger uh, venues in the league. Uh, I feel like there is, a the needle is moving now in terms of Redskins fans not being manipulated to the point, the way, to the level that we have been in the past. Uh, fans, in addition to that, have not just... I guess that I'm just being it's a run on sentence, but they're no one believes them anymore. Yeah. And for the first time in Daniel Snyder's ownership, well, not for the first time, but now it's out in the public that there is a backlash. There's no accountability for anything. Yeah. Anything. You know, the, none the, of them want to take responsibility for the fact that they suck at their jobs. So know, it just keeps repeating itself. And even the the cable the they viewership still suck. of it on on TV last night was substantially, substantially lower in D.C. than Philadelphia. And we're on Monday Night Football every year because we always draw, draw such a big television crowd. This is not the case anymore. This is not the same sellout every single kind of game, FedEx Field, Redskins game experience anymore. It's pathetic. And uh, to me, it's just, again, just cyclical. Yeah. You know, we'll... we'll We'll fire Bruce Allen this offseason. He'll be painted as the guy that's responsible for all of these losses and embarrassment, so on and so forth. And then we'll hire some other guy and anoint him to be the saving grace for this franchise. And then the same thing's going to happen again. Yep. Do you really think he's going to get fired? I, I could see it. I, I mean, he fired it. Vinny, 
and he had Dan uh, Snyder had a mm-hmm. very similar relationship with Vinny. Mm-hmm. Unless maybe they're but, but now they're saying that Bruce gives Dan the best opportunity to get um, the stadium, get the stadium in DC. Yeah. So maybe you could see like a demotion where mm-hmm. he's just in charge of that. Yeah, uh, and get a real uh, football guy. But that's like something we, we already thought we had. We had one in the building. We already had that, and True. then they forced him out, and then they brought in Doug Williams, and we thought we had it again, and it's the same thing. So, Bobby, what's someone like your dad who's a lot? I mean, who has seen the best of the best and now the really the worst of the worst? I mean, it, like, what is he? I mean, I, I just it, feel like the older fans, I, I, it's got to be just. I like this text message last night during the game. Oh, yeah. My, he, tra- <laughs> he turned it off. My dad didn't watch. Good for him. Um, hold on. I'll read it. Was you had something nice better rela- to do? Relaxing Monday. Uh, this was at. Nine o'clock, so for not even 45, yeah. 45 minutes into the game. Uh, uh, it's over, boys. Colt or no Colt? This is when Colt got hurt. Colt or no Colt? The team, as usual, isn't prepared for a big game. Good night. Yep. And he went to bed. And he was and he was 100%, 100% spot on. Weird. And so if I, to answer, I mean, I think you know, they're kind of like us. They're getting to a point where, like, why bother? His friend or his friends are, are similar. It's like you know, I don't care. I don't want to care anymore because, you know, this is a conversation that we had with him when he was on the show, and you know, I, him and I talk about it a lot. Would you rather have those years and then now know where the team is now, or would you rather never have gone through that, like, and just always knowing what it's, what you know, never you know, always knowing suckiness, I guess, yeah. them being bad. And my dad's always like, you know, well, those those were the days, and I was like. I wouldn't know. There's a party every Sunday. They've won 10 games in three seasons since I was born. One playoff victory in, what is it, 15 years? And those were just like getting hot at the end to get Yeah. yeah. Guys, we're 6-6. Six and six. Doesn't it feel like we're like 1-15? It feels like we got three wins maximum. Two. Wow. Well, because. And now we're just going to be horrible and then not get a top pick. Correct. Because we don't have a win since November 11th. That's cool. It'll be a month since our last win when we face the Giants this weekend. And we're going to lose to the Giants. Yes. But I'm not going to pick that. Really? <laughs> Hail. Hail. You know, um, on to the football side of things. <clears throat> what did you guys – you know, Mark Sanchez was, wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I thought he had a few good drives. I thought that one at the end of the half, I, I feel, where we kicked a field goal. Yeah. They, if you, what I listening to the radio today, um, Jay Gruden relinquished, relinquished his play calling duties because of the relationship between Mark Sanchez and Kevin O'Connell, the passing game coordinator. Right. And Kevin O'Connell is considered to be a rising star amongst the assistant coach ranks in the league. Yeah. And so, which was the, also the reason why Sanchez was signed to begin with, because there was some kind of um, familiarity, familiarity with, with those two guys. And, you know, what we saw were a lot of short, decisive crossing routes where Mark could get the ball out of his hands quickly. Yeah. And we also saw a lot of what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> and I would like to apologize to Jake. I did tweet out last time. It's like, you know, if we lose, I said, if we lose with Mark Sanchez as our quarterback, I can live with that. Mm-hmm. And injuries, I can live with that. If we lose because. Mark Sanchez is our quarterback, and Jay Gruden's not even giving him a shot by with all these crazy play calls. This was after that oh, debacle the, of a triple double reverse, whatever they were trying oh, yeah, to do. Yeah, 
Um, I can't live with that. It's like you have to at least give him a shot to succeed. Yeah. And this was before it came to light that he wasn't calling the plays anymore, which I actually give props to Jay for doing. Yeah, I mean, that's I not, that can't be easy to do. Credit. And it was a smart move, I think. I agree. And like you, and like Tom said, you you saw that the plays they were calling, he was comfortable with the mm-hmm. crossing routes, the the short routes. Um, he did try to force a couple things, um, and, and you know. I wish he did a couple. He did a couple check downs, which you know it's it's so easy for me to sit here and Tuesday morning, Tuesday evening quarterback, and just be like, oh, I really wish he would have forced it there. You know that's easy to say because yeah, what does he have to lose? He's gonna be the starter from here on out. Just go go out and sling it. But at the same time, being in those shoes, like you know, like you know, you're trying to keep your team in the game and not you're the technically third string quarterback. You're not trying to do too much. Yep. So I don't blame him at all. I mean. Once he was in, I was like, you know what, Mark, do what you can. But I mean, it's 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 expecting way too much for him to go in there. So let's that game. let's go let's rewind to August, training camp, optimism, excitement, and now, Mark Sanchez is our starting quarterback, and he's hey handing yo. and he's handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson. Great, it is two thousand nine all over again. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, that was. A <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish we had them in 2009. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah, right? I, I will that. say from a plus side, that 90-yard touchdown run, which Adrian Peterson still was unable to eclipse the 100-yard mark despite having a 90-yard a 90 yard run. That was one of the cooler things I've ever seen. Yes. And that was his longest run in his in career. His career. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I think they even say even going back to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I mean – I never, I never actually went and did this, but I wanted to go and look back at the ages of those defensive players that were chasing him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's thirty three. I mean, those kids, those kids, those guys had to be in their mid twenties, like yep. in the peak of their athletic careers, their athletic primes, and they couldn't keep up with him. I mean, he was gone. He was gaining ground. He really was. He was I, creating I separation <laughs> at, the, at the end. Looked like Usain Bolt. I was yeah. like, what is happening yeah. right now? He's a horse. We Dre. were going nuts. nuts. <laughs> Dre, Dre and I were texting back and forth, and the only thing I could think of competently, I was like, he's just a robot. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and yeah. just watching him run, it's like he's a Decepticon or something. Um, Decepticon. For that one. For that one, Because yes. then how do you not even get over 100 yards? Yeah. yeah. I, I will well, say because he ran the ball four more times, no, three times in the second half. One of them was for negative four yards. Yeah, I I will say if there's another positive to take away, and for I want to say the third or fourth consecutive week, uh, you know, Josh Doxson has impressed me. Made some plays. Yeah. Seems to be creating more separation. Seems to be more confident. Please stop spinning the freaking ball after every time you make a good catch. Yep. He even did that yesterday back to the line. when he was out of bounds. So I don't like all cool. player celebrations. Robots. Just get, <laughs> get it done. Get down the field. Yeah. I did find myself saying, Joshua. 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 Yeah. It was nice. Okay. Joshua. Okay. Rocked me. <laughs> so we, we've talked about health and which how decimated the offense is. However, the defense has remained healthy. Um, during this I losing streak. yesterday, too. True. But yeah. But further, that was a big but deal. Even with that, yeah. this defense has played terribly. And they yeah. played terribly for weeks now. Yep. And this is not the same defense that we saw to that won us so many a uh, number of these games. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan and Preston Smith were an absolute no show yesterday. Yeah. I would say um, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne 
fatigue is really starting to kick in. And they were just double teamed. I mean, be- yeah. because Ryan Kerrigan and yeah. Preston Smith weren't doing anything, mm-hmm. those two guys were just getting double teamed all yeah. the time because they weren't getting any pressure on the outside. For, for some reason, despite being one of the most gifted inside linebackers in football, naturally, Zach Brown has does not have the trust of the coaching staff and has been subbed out by Josh Harvey Clemens. Um, Mason Foster can't do anything other than stay inside the box and, and stuff the run, which he's excellent at. But anytime he has to go sideline to sideline, he's going to get his ass kicked. Uh, the haha Clinton Dix trade, uh, we got got. Uh, Looks like it. Now I, yeah, Ian, I'm not sold that, on that yet. And you've said this before, where all the Packers fans were like, "Awesome, yeah, thank you yep. for taking them off of our hands." I mean, I'm, more, I mean, I, I don't, I didn't, I don't have any comment on haha Clinton Dix's performance last night. I do have comments on DJ Swearinger. That was DJ Swearinger's worst game worst as a Redskin. I agree. So that was terrible. And yep. then called out the coaches. And also with Zach Brown, there's no scenario where Zach Brown should ever be covering Zach Ertz, so I don't blame him for that either. No. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people, from what I heard, I listened to a lot of the radio say too, a lot of people, were, yes, the players play bad, but, I mean, is Greg Minuski on the chopping block? Monoski? Yeah. I say absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I think the, he's done it. Because again, like again, Zach Brown should never be on Zach Ertz. And and I mean, we can't we can't coach up someone like Zach Brown who has is just so superior athletically. We can't coach him up for to be this ball hawking sideline to side to sideline linebacker. He just doesn't get it. Is he stupid? He looks like a shell of himself from yeah. last year. Yeah. Absolutely. And I remember how when we re-signed him, I mean, it was a party. I was yeah. so so yeah, yeah. excited. Same. And I mean, and then Mason Foster, God bless the guy, but he he's nowhere near the same level of talent yeah. as Zach Brown, no. and he's being he's just getting his ass kicked in in uh, positions where he's being set up to fail. In fact, he's getting um, just shit on so bad online that he had to deactivate his Twitter account by Redskins fans. He did. That's pathetic. Yeah. And um, you know, I thought Josh probably had the best, best play, one of the best plays I've ever seen him have in his interception. But he read that the whole way. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fabian Moreau is such a um, a downgrade from Kendall Fuller, and Greg Stroman has no business starting the NFL nowadays, which I know really isn't necessarily Moreau was the fault too. of it. Yeah, Moreau was yeah. hurt. I just see a, a defense that had momentum at one point, just like last year, and then something happens, and Jin j- just yeah. And you know what? It honestly, it honestly stops starts up front. You know, it could be as simple as because those Alabama guys are just getting worn down and are being as productive as they were earlier in the season, it's just kind of domino affecting the way the whole the rest of the way through the, the defense. I would also say the trade for Clinton Dix changed the dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have a problem with Monte Nicholson. I thought he was good. And we, we felt we wanted to strengthen a strength. Yeah. And it's actually gone the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah. I find it funny because we drafted him or we traded for him in because of the Golden Tate and the Amari Cooper, and both of them abused our secondary. Yeah. Abused them, especially, specifically, Cooper on HaHa. Yeah. Made him look like an idiot. Yep. You know, it was, to me, when you mentioned Greg Minuski, and there was something that the Eagles offense was doing time and time again, and yet we could not figure out how to defend against a, a screen. screen. The fucking time. screen. One of the most screen, common, like, screen. Why, we couldn't figure that out? Wait, what? What? Sorry, I was saying time after time to Porter. Um, the Eagles really hand. like calling screens, and yeah. we just Stared would let them call screens. <laughs> well, it's just like the pick routes. I mean, sorry guys, we I'm don't gonna... make adjustments, so why change it? 
True. Yeah. Although, yes, they still scored, but at least our guy was in position that this time on the pick route. Oh, true. Because back in the Colts <laughs> game, I mean, that was a walk-in. No one was even 10 yards close to him. At least they knew it was coming. They just couldn't defend it. Because I think it was Danny Johnson on Aguilar, whoever caught that. No, it wasn't yeah. Aguilar. I forgot who caught it, but it wasn't, it wasn't even one of our top corners. And then Josh, I mean, it was just one of those quick slants, and he saw it the whole way and knew it was coming. What I don't understand is why the Eagles just don't always go to Zach Ertz yep. down there. I mean, they basically used him the entire game to get down to the red zone and then just stopped. So we're, we're at the 30-minute mark, and we want to talk about Zach Ertz. What I want to talk about is there's an, an announcer for Monday Night Football, Jesus former tight Christ. end. Oh, my God. Listening to Jason Witten is a goddamn train wreck. It was horrible. It was the whole, so, them. The whole mean, Monday Night Football it's broadcast. Awful. It's it awful. is <laughs> unlistenable. It's supposed to be the cream of the crop. Yeah. It is not. No. <laughs> no oh, my God. Did you, did, hey, did you guys Don't you know have, you that? You have to work your way up to that. Did you know that Zach Ertz is almost um, at Jason Witten's record? Did you know Wait, he, really? Did you is know he? Did you, just, I, I did had, you know Jason no. Witten also played tight end? Did, no. Really? Yeah. And did you know that he does not approve of the Reuben Foster signing? Although he huh, he was but, okay, he welcomed Greg Hardy. To Greg Hardy, room. come on in, come Got on in, come on in. Got it. Same with Jerry Jones, soccer. Did you know that Jason Witten had a good relationship with Tony Romo? No, that's why Zach Ertz and Carson Wentz do so well together. Oh, and this was while this was on was the a, broadcast. This was while it was a one point fucking game. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Did you guys? It's know not like at the end of the game. The Cowboys. Did you guys know did that? He? Did he? Did you know that? Actually, Greg. <laughs> I'm so glad. Craig, if you would have watched the game, you would have exploded. Yeah, no. It was, you would have been it was, so furious. It was atrocious. The Monday Night Football broadcast is supposed to be the best of the best, and it is horrible. It's awful. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And, you know, they shouldn't even be doing, like, the fourth or fifth CBS game on, like, 405 <laughs> on a Sunday. They're so bad. It, it is. I wanted to put the game on mute. Yeah, it is, and it's not even just during Redskins games. Uh, during when we're on Monday night, it's just they are ESPN. I mean, Monday Night Football again has totally screwed up this announcing booth. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of which isn't their fault because John Gruden yeah, decided yeah. to coach again. But but I mean, good God, had Jason Witten had any broadcasting no. experience? Yeah, so no. like how, you're just gonna throw him on the Monday Night broadcast? Yeah, not just because he was a fucking cowboy, you know. And t- I would say Tony Romo. And what the hell is Booger? McFarlane doing on the sideline. I mean, what he adds nothing. 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 Fans hate it. He just says random shit. Nobody likes it. No. And then it actually obstructs people's view at the game. Literally. Who are spending a lot of money. Literally. I don't care what he says. Every time he talks, I'm like, shut up, Booger. Shut up, Booger. Shut up, Jason. The the anecdotes. And, you know, to me, a color commentator is... Educate me, inform me on what's going on in the game, so I can understand it better. Yeah. Romo, tell Good us. At it. Yes, tell us something that the common fan sitting mm. on the couch doesn't know. I do. Yeah, it, it really pains me to say, but yeah, Romo was really the anomaly of a guy that went straight from the. He's really fucking good at it. He's, very, he's straight I, from the I, locker room to the broadcast. Booth. I really enjoy it when Romo yeah. calls a game. Actually. Yeah, it's 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 educational. I'm yeah. learning, and yeah. um, this is just despicable. And um, uh, you know, it was something they they even brought up the Reuben Foster signing and domestic violence in the NFL, which continues to be a problem, not just locally, but also what happened in Kansas City with Kareem Hunt. And I, I don't know how they, if they should have addressed it on national television and they continue to talk about it, I, I really don't know what the best way to go about it, but I found it to be awkward yeah. and just... Um, I, I agree. I, I really agree. I, it's, it run me well, the wrong why way. Why is it the place? And especially, I mean, I'm sure they had to have previously known that that is what Jason Witten was going to say. Yes, you know, they talked about that. Right. 
And so for him to go out and have such a strong opinion on it, like they knew that was going to happen. And and my, I agree that I don't think it had a place on the broadcast. That's something for you know. Let's talk about a post game or a pregame with Jason Wynn. Mm-hmm. If you if you wanted to say something, not during the game, because it also goes back to why are we talking about this? And we actually Ian and I made a joke last night. It's like, well, it's Redskins on Monday night, so you know. ESPN probably prepares stuff on other teams because yeah. we'll, we always get blown out. But it was a one-point game. It was game. a one-point yeah, game. They were talking about – they were going around the league like we do in a podcast. Yeah. Yes, when we had the ball. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's a game going on, and it's a one-possession game. Like, you, what are we doing? You work in sports media. What, who's at fault for this? Production. Production, yeah. yeah. And it's funny. I, uh, Paul Mancano, my coworker, he, diehard Eagles fan, Philly fan, he texted me. He's like, the one thing we can agree on this is – this broadcast is terrible. It's awful. And I was like, yeah. And we are both producers. We produce the Mass and All Access show. And we're just like, what are these graphics they're doing? Why are why are they showing these weird fading out shots going into commercial break where um the where the they're showing someone holding their phone, taking a selfie and like I mean it's like what this is ESPN? Like I, they're supposed to be the best of the the worldwide leader. And I mean it was it's atrocious. Yep. And so, you know, yeah, as someone who works in sports media, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, it's, and it's also, it's also a football game. It's not baseball. Like, baseball, it's such a slow-paced game, and, sure. like, you know, it's one play, one pitch at a time, blah, blah. So, it's like, you know, as you an announcer, like it's, you have to fill. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it gets boring, especially, you know, on a television or radio broadcast. I mean, there's just so much time in between the action. You have to fill. But... Also, ESPN never shows replays when they're supposed to. Like you know, oh, that was <laughs> there was a, there was a couple fumbles on the on the Eagles' first drive. Like, wait, can we go back and can look we just at that? Watch that? that might be a f- and nope, didn't show a single thing. So yeah, the production value was just terrible. It's unwatchable. I'm so glad the Redskins are not on Monday Night Football anymore because I probably won't watch another one. <clears throat> wow, yeah. I mean, there's no reason to. If they're gonna be that bad. Why watch? You would you would you would think that ESPN would find a way to remedy this. Um, I, I can't imagine Jason Witten having the, doing this again. I don't see it. No, you know he should go. Uh, it's like Dennis Miller all over. Go do it. He, uh, Danny. <laughs> Danny today was like he should be so the backup to the Raiders and Browns game this week. <laughs> <laughs> he has no business being on national and television. And what's funny is I hated Romo as a player, like him as a broadcaster. I respected the hell out of Jason Witten as a player. Loved what he did, and I cannot stand him as, yeah. as an announcer. Yeah. True. Um, so the last thing, Redskins-related, um, I want to go back to you, Bobby. Hey, you, Bob. You posted hey, a tweet Bob. last night hey, Bob. saying that the only chance the Redskins have, um, sorry, factually, the only chance the Redskins have is if they sign Kaepernick. Um, that appears that... Yeah, they, they nixed that. Yeah, yeah that didn't quick. happen. It's too complicated for us yeah. to teach them. What? And, and at first when I read that, Bobby, I will admit, I was like, that's a bit... A stretch for a guy that hasn't played in a couple of years, and then I thought about it and thought about it some more. And I, if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong here. I think what you meant by that is, from a football perspective, just like the Reuben Foster signing, he is the best available at the moment. That's it. Yeah, and, and that might have been a little hyperbole by me saying it's a fact. I think it's a fact. I, I think he, as a football player, gives us the best uh, yeah. chance to win. Yeah, and. At the same time, is it realistic for any athlete that hasn't played in over two years to be playing the hardest position in the entire sport right. and do it As does productively? That's, that is uh, almost that is a joke. totally unreasonable. <clears throat> At the same time, I, I think that's what you meant. Yeah. And I, I agree. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think he's the – I mean, just from a pure athleticism standpoint, he's the most athletic quarterback out there. He, I mean, I, I, I think he's better than – Mark Sanchez, I 100%. think he's yeah. better than EJ Man. Whoever he's better bringing, than Josh, Josh, Josh Johnson, Johnson. Um, cool. Ryan Mallett. I, I mean, he's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, yep. he's played in a Super Bowl and played well. Um, and it was mainly because of him. It's not yeah. like he was there in spite of them, right? So, and I understand. I mean, this is an interesting conversation because it, it, I do teeter back and forth with this because, yes, I, I think he's by far the most talented of the remaining quarterbacks of your options. Sure. But I also agree with you that he's been out of the game for three years. So how up to speed is he? Yeah. And then you can also go in the argument, well, the Redskins don't run a – or Jay Gruden's offense isn't suited for him. Or he doesn't suit Jay well, Gruden's offense. Suited to him, yeah. Um, but, yeah, exactly. Converse to that, well, you can just implement easy RPOs. Our, yeah, and our offensive our line is, is completely torn. So then have the a ball. quarterback that can escape the pocket. Yeah, and, you know, if you can – I think he can make any throws that you're going to make Mark Sanchez attempt. Mm-hmm. So we want to do that. And then he's also more athletic. So when the pocket breaks down, which it's going to, because mm-hmm. the offensive line's beat up, he can get out of there. Hey, look what look what's happening in Buffalo and Baltimore. Their quarterbacks are running for 100-plus yards a game. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not necessarily the most sustainable offense, but at least it's a Band-Aid. Um, um, people, I, I, I would like to think he has a stronger arm, too. I mean, he had sure. a cannon when he was playing, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, my friend uh, Bobby Stiller mentioned, you know, he did hurt his shoulder last time he was playing. How how was that going to hold up? Yeah. So, I don't know. It goes back and forth. I I said that, but I fully did not – fully expected them to not even give him a try, which they didn't. Yep. Um, and But I do understand, you know, I mean, th- this could also just be them saying this just to save face. But I do understand that, you know, there's not enough time to bring him up to speed, you know. Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson are going to be more familiar with this style. It's just not enough time to bring him up to speed and to have him compete and have him, you know, play. Yeah, the I last think, four I think games. It was Mark Bullock who actually said that that's not true. He yeah. said that he actually brought up uh, many reasons that he actually is familiar with the system that they're running. Really, and he could do it. Just I trust Mark. Not, I trust. That's why I was like Mark Bullock. I love. Yeah, it's. They don't, they, don't, they don't want the controversy. No, that's it. But I mean, they, but they're that's so, they're that's so it. far right that there's yeah. no way. There's that no... They give, way, was, they give money to Trump. They, yeah. Like, these are Trumpies. Yeah. There's was, no way. As soon as I was... I was like, no, the Redskins will never take and, and that. And, and that's what's so pitiful is that, oh, because... You know what, Snyder? If you are a Trump supporter, then fine. But that shouldn't dictate on... Your business. That shouldn't right. dictate your business. Exactly. So and, and so... That's when the hypocrisy alone annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah, so you can they, sign someone like Ruben Foster. Like, but what does that send? <laughs> yeah, what does that tell you about an organization? And You're a patriot. You know, it's getting to a point where the whole God Colin Kaepernick sa- saga is almost exhausting to me. It is really, Very. and that's and, and that's. I think. Did you are you going to talk about Nate? No, Nate from uh, DC Barstool at a good point. We're like. This this was the op- this is the opportunity to end the Kaepernick saga yeah. because bring him in and because yeah. both sides get what they need the Redskins get the best quarterback supposedly the best quarterback available and helps them compete in the last four games and you know unlikely but maybe sneak into the playoffs or at least get back into contention yeah. um, and Kaepernick gets four games to show what, that he can still play and yeah. then hopefully use that to get a job next year you know, and you know be like oh you know what he actually can still play. Who cares about all the negative PR? Let's go get him. Well, especially the, you know, the, 
I feel like in general, and, you're, and league, you bring him to start, not to back up. We we saw what the court of public opinion can do this week with with the, regarding Ruben Foster. I feel like the Redskins would be applauded for bringing in a guy that is deserving a of a job, but has been blackballed for reasons um, that pisses off the thirty two billionaire owners. Another good point, but I I I've racist. Don't think they care about what people think, and they no, they've you, shown that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, you know, a good, I, that's a good point. I think uh, as a PR person, I'd be like, "Hey, this is this would be a good move to yeah. say f- to like, hey, you know, we so actually, we're, so, hey, we're not win, assholes. Win. Yeah, there's, we're not total no assholes losers. here. Yeah, you know, it's um, to me, it, it, was, it was a weird yeah. a weird comp regarding the Kaepernick thing when I said it's exhausting. And it reminds me, it's a, it's a weird. Bear with me here. You remember we we both hate LeBron. Yes, but when LeBron won that first title in Miami, I was actually happy. Very. I was relieved because I was just so sick and tired of the narrative. LeBron can't win a big game. LeBron can't win the big one. And so on. It kept on going and going and going. And now it's just every single time a quarterback goes down with an injury in the NFL, the first person that's brought up, Cap. Cap. And the, it's, Here we go. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm done. Very much so. But it's not going anywhere. No. Well, not even just the injury part, but with all this domestic violence. I mean, I, I hate. That's the, that's the thing. I hate. I mean, to me, they're totally different. You can't group the the Reuben Foster, Kareem Hunt situations. You cannot group with Colin Kaepernick because if Is you anyone trying to do that, yeah. Every time this happens, like yeah, really, because yeah. it's controversial, right? Because like, oh, Jesus. the Redskins would sign Reuben Foster, but they wouldn't sign Colin Kaepernick, or the Chiefs employ Kareem Hunt for half the season and still employ Tyreek Hill, but they won't go after Kaepernick. And and I think every time you do that. That takes away from what Colin Kaepernick is actually doing. <laughs> You're grouping him with either accused or convicted criminals. Yes, and that completely takes away his whole point. Yep. And so I think it's a disservice to Colin Kaepernick to make that 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 comparison. Very yep. much agree. Yep, and that's well said. And it's also the, the, especially what, what's so hypocritical was what the Redskins' point in signing Ruben Foster was football move, football move. This is going. He's going right. to help our football team win right. games. Right. And I feel like it's unequivocal that Colin Kaepernick has um, Nathan Peterman has gotten more workouts than Colin Kaepernick, right? Or Paxton Lynch, right? Ryan Mallett, Pathetic. Josh Johnson. Josh no. Johnson hasn't started a game since 2011. Yeah, and people and people who don't want to see Kaepernick say that he hasn't started since 2012. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's all hypocrisy and, and bullshit, and yeah. it just all all it would take, honestly, is for the front office of the NFL to be like. If if they'd handled the situation from the get go and actually said something to be like, this is their right to do. It's the First Amendment. They're all Americans. They can fucking say and and they're not like you know interrupting the national anthem or any of that other yeah. kind of shit. Like it's not. That's all it would have taken to just explain the fact that this is l- the First Amendment for a reason. It's not hurting anybody, and here's the reason why. Yeah. And they went in a completely different way because Fox and everybody else decided to make it about something else and now they can't go back on it because they made this stupid fucking rule where they can't you it's, know do it, what they w- want to on the field and you know the NFL well, which wasn't any, harming anybody to begin with the NFL had a campaign this week called my cause my cleats in which players could have their Again, own customized yes, cleats thank you for bringing that supporting up supporting their own you know, charitable foundation bullshit and hey, he's ready <laughs> Jesus Christ the NFL is fucking just loaded full of fucking ignorant pieces of crap Ooh, just yeah. like <laughs> Uh, it's you. 
it's supposedly an organization filled with educated human beings that have that is their profession to be able to do this. Just all of them skipped fucking social studies. Not one of them. <laughs> not one of them had a fucking fourth grade teacher that taught them about the Constitution. All these America loving fucking uh, uh, American flag wearing everything fucking support the troops with a giant big ass fucking flag on the front. The whole reason it supports is the first ten. Get they learn the Second Amendment. Like right, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Get it's em. it's so. Fucking ridiculous and stupid and hip- and hypocritical that it's it's laughable and it's the reason why nobody gives a fuck what they say anymore. All they are cronies for each other that just fucking make money. They apologize terrible fucking behavior to win football games, but when someone's doing you know considerably you know thought to be a civic duty to stand up and say something and and speak power to truth, they get all fucking butthurt about it and the you know plastic patriotism of the United States goes and starts burning shit and putting stupid shit up on Twitter like, oh, God, we better not do that. We'll make less money now. Like Nike said, fuck you. No, we actually made a shit ton more money because we backed somebody who is, you know, a decent human being and not apologizing for terrible behavior just to win football games. Like, it's not not that hard. Yeah, you know, if we figured it out, they clearly would have had the thought. And and for those that are listening, Uh, in, folks, in, in addition to that, you know, for myself, like I, I'm against. I, I personally will never ever kneel at the national anthem. Yeah. I know how much it like it meant to my grandfather serving in World War II, and it's not something that I would per- I personally support. But you also have to understand that you are within your constitutional right to do so. Right, and that's it. Right, and, and he's doing it he's, for a good cause. Yeah, and he's doing like, it for. He's not hurting anybody. It's nonviolent. It's and not, a soldier told him to take the knee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a very respectable soldier, former right? NFL player, soldier. special forces, special soldier. forces. Yeah, like, I think he knows something about patriotism. Yeah, yeah. that guy, that guy, that guy got a lot of people. He f's. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so we're about fifty minutes in. Um, Ian, do you want to FaceTime? Hell yeah. Old Henderson coming. While we do that, just to touch back on to uh, uh, Tom's point about you know. The Reuben Foster signing was a football move. The Redskins need to make a football move right now. And Colin Kaepernick seems like the logical football move, but they still won't do it. Um, I agree. I guess my only, just to play devil's advocate, my only counter argument to that would be like Foster still in his rookie contract, whereas Kaepernick is a proven veteran and would cost more money. Also, is Kaepernick the long-term solution? Like, I, I, I guess if you're looking at no, 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 but no, no, no. But he's just being. So are we under the impression that Colt McCoy is going to be better next year? I'm saying they're. I'm saying they're two him? different. I'm saying they're two different in terms of a football move. I'm saying they're two different. There's two different situations. I'm just because, trying to understand because Foster. Yeah. If if he's allowed to play, if he's cleared and allowed to play, you have control of him for the next what four three years, and you're just bringing Kaepernick for four games. I mean, I, I think that the Foster move is a lot more logical in terms of just a football move than the Kaepernick one. But I also agree you need to make a football move. The Kaepernick one seems like a good one to make in order, you know, because you need a starter for these last four games. Right. But it seems like Foster seems like a better investment than Cap would be for the long term. That's what I'm saying. But, again, I also agree with what Tom said. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, wait. I gotta pull up his last week's. He only made like two last week. Come on, Dick. Dick's picks. Oh wait, never mind. I did not check. So it's connected. Is that Holly Hill? Richard. 
Um, while we wait for Dick, breaking news, Mike Loxley is officially the Maryland yep. head coach. Yep. They made it now official. Bring me all the Alabama. Oh, yeah, all. Hey, uh, Jalen, you doing anything next fall? Want to come to College Park? <laughs> Jalen? I saw it. Jalen Hurts? It hurts. Yeah. Oh, no, he's transferring to Missouri. No, no, that's a Clemson quarterback. Kelly Bryant, sorry, you're right. Yeah. <coughs> Um, All right, so Dick's not picking up. No, he just called me back. <laughs> oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. I'm looking for ESPN. Is it mine? Is the guy? Is the bear? Oh, Dickless. <laughs> nice. Very fake news. I just want to play with the player. No dice? Dead air. What's weird? Boo. What's going on? You have internet? I do. He's connected through the internet. Heard they got some internet. I heard the woo. Man, I got a lot to go over. Do, 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 hey, do, do, do. If there's any benefit to being sick, it's then you can just have an excuse hey, to watch Netflix there he all day. Is. Yeah. Yeah, that's always nice. What's up? Richard what's up, Cummins. <laughs> all right, welcome to Dick's. In for when Richard welcome. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. I want to hear him now. Welcome to Dick's Picks, everybody. Dick's Picks. Dick, 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 Hell yeah, buddy. Bobby, eight. Ooh. Ian, seven. Ooh. It's on, on those islands. <laughs> yeah, you're on those islands. Uh, you know, so let's just, I want to start off with the games to highlight. Stand by them. Of course. Um, unfortunately, I was correct on Thursday with the Cowboys beating the Saints. Well, it's just like the field game. We, we picked it, but we're not going to pick it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Cowboys went ahead and. They're hot right now, and I hate everything about everything. And they won 13-10. to 10. That defense shut down arguably the best offense in football. They were averaging 37 points a game going into that. I don't think a lot of – what was the over-under on that, Dick? Which one? Uh, Saints-Cowboys. Yeah, pretty low. Yeah. No, actually it was like 51, I think, 52, so it, it was way under. <laughs> Jesus. Those, those linebackers that Dallas has – they're so good. They're so good. The, I'm Already. going – if Leighton Vander Esch was on any other team. The over-under was 52. I didn't even think about buying his jersey. Yeah, <laughs> dude. He played uh, – I mean, especially the, the, he played seven or eight-man football too, Dick, in Idaho. I respect that. Well familiar with that. Yep. <laughs> brand, of, uh, brand of football. If you miss one tackle, it's a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> football. That's quite impressive. How many down linemen are there are for eight-man? Is it Three. We can only afford three. Yeah, four, and uh, the secondary really opens up. <laughs> if you put 22 down linemen. Right, yeah, that's the first game. Any comments? Did you guys watch Thursday last Thursday night's game? I did not watch any of it, and I was getting I furious did. checking the score. I did. I watched it. It was another missed helmet with the helmet. Another and that, one. that one was blatant. <laughs> yep. He left his feet, led with the crown. Yep. The, the guy, I forget who it was. It was on Camaro, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 and he he came up stumbling like yeah. he was obviously concussed at least a little bit. Yeah, and nothing, no flag. Nope. And that's a premier. That's a premier back, and they just don't even give a shit. Yep. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, so now the Cowboys are in sole possession of the uh, in first place. They appear to be the um, cream of the crop. Yeah, they appear to be and they're going to be win. the best team in the division. Oh yeah. my god! And they're in the driver's seat. And the hardest team they play is the fucking Colts. That's well, they just, play the Eagles this week too. Though that's just true. Freaking great! A revenge game for Philly. That's god, just awesome. Who do we that's want? just awesome. Do I want Philly? I think I want. All right, Philly. next game. This was a game that all of us were wrong on. And it resulted in a head coach getting fired. The Cardinals beating the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Unfucking believable. And Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. The Cardinals beating the Packers twenty to seventeen. Mike McCarthy, I believe, was fired about an hour later. Yep. Whew. So long. Oh, that's rough. Farewell. Yep. And, and that's kind of ties back into the "Do you want Jay Gruden gone or not?" conversation because that that Packers job might be more. So is the tantalizing and the Cleveland the job. The Cleveland job is more tantalizing. It's, it, that's the world that we live in now, Ian. Yep. Any chance that Greg Williams holds on to it, though? What, what did I say? I doubt it. In the offseason, I said in two years, Cleveland will be better than the Redskins. <sighs> did you actually say that? And many times. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I will say, I know the, and the majority of the blame should go on Mike McCarthy in their front office for you know giving what they gave Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron is not playing to the same level that we're used to seeing. I know he's hurt. Yeah, that's probably the reason why. But you know, he's not the, the same. Man. Just dropping Dilfer dimes on every single play like he used to. Yeah, he's throwing a lot more off his back foot. You know, he's obviously compensating. But when you have the arm strength and talent that he has, he can certainly hide it, mask it, and get away with it. But yeah. when you lose as a home two touchdown favorite to the uh oh Cardinals, <laughs> you gotta go. Someone's gotta go. Somebody's gotta go. Did you bet on that game, sir? No, sir. Left that one away. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> it was 14 and a half, wasn't it? Yep. Something yeah, like that. Before it, when it closed, some... some uh, Ooh, that's fucking weird. It's really good. <laughs> um, next game I want to discuss. The Patriots beating Kirk Cousins-led Minnesota Vikings 24 to 10. Mm. And that, that game wasn't close. And Kirk did not look good. No. Kirk, uh, and, and that's we've actually... Seen, we've seen that, Kirk. Yep. And that's why I wanted to bring it up, because, you know, there's been some games in Minnesota where Kirk has looked really, really impressive, and we're like, see, we told you so. And then there's been other games where the never-Kirkers are like, see, see? we told you so. <laughs> and that's been... It's been Jekyll and Hyde for number eight in Minnesota. And yeah. um, it was... Uh, yeah. Not, not a good performance. 200 yards, two picks, and one touchdown. Oh boy! Not not good against <coughs> the thirty first rank uh, passing defense. You see Belichick and Thielen getting into it. Yeah, I'll tell you, he yeah. was just like he was like, "How the fuck did you get, get, yeah. get past my radar, a white <laughs> wide receiver? You'll be here in two years." <laughs> <laughs> not not anymore. I still think it will happen. Yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah. Find, they'll find a way. <laughs> he told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Life finds a way. Yep. Jeff yeah. Jeff Goldblum. It, it's kind of like when. When Kirk has a game like he had, Fuck Jeff Goldblum, and we, Fuck Jeff Goldblum. we we've seen that, but it was, uh, yeah, it was. It's. I, I don't think Kirk has been that good this year, but based off of what he's getting paid and what I expected, I, I anticipated a Pro Bowl, you know, championship contending team, and they are they're they've underwhelmed to an extent. Some of, a lot of which isn't Kirk's fault. No running game, and poor offensive defense. line, bad defense. It's but weird. you know, when you're paying someone like that. You're gonna to have to go out and win then win them the game, and he, I hate to say it, he hasn't really done that. He has not. Lo- love Kirk. He has not shown up. Yep. Eighty-four million guaranteed. That's that's not what you're expecting. Dick, no. what did you did you touch that game? No, 
didn't touch it, but I watched most of it. And like I said, I mean, he's underwhelming. And when you got two elite receivers, and make no mistake about it, people outside of D.C. and maybe Minnesota aren't aware, or I guess outside of the Saints game last year, but Stephon Diggs is a gamer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and Thielen, you have two elite I am a turp. Yep. The last game I want to talk about, and this is something that I know you won on, and that was the Chargers beating the Steelers in a really, really good game. The Chargers. Damn right. Go Chargers. Chargers and the over. Yes, sir. What a way yeah. to end the week. Chargers winning 33-30. to 30. Congratulations, Philip Rivers. You're expecting your ninth child. Nine fucking children. You claiming uh, taxes on any of those wins there, bud? He's about as sure as Philip Rivers' pullout game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whoops, a daisy. What pullout game? <laughs> there is no. There is no. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> no. All right, hold on before we Phil get Rivers to the Rivers Hall of Famer to everybody. I think he is. Yeah, yeah, Even before this season, yeah. he never beat Maryland. No, he did not. Uh, is that, that that's it for you, Tom? Um, so, Dick, what what games did you? I know other than the Chargers and the over. Any others that you are happy Last about? Week, my uh, my lock of the week was the Seahawks. Never mind. I've got your Dick's picks right here. Yep, I lock Seahawks. Good. The Seahawks were minus ten, and they doubled it. They killed it, and then the Broncos hit, and Texans beat the Browns. Those are the three games that I touched. So here are the, here are your uh, side bets. Or your locks that from last week, you. Oh boy! <laughs> hold on, uh-huh. one, two, three, four, five. You got five out of six right. Damn! You had a great week. You got uh, Indianapolis, Jacksonville. You took at forty-eight points the under. Final score was six. Was six, to, six to nothing. It was six nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Smart under. Uh, for the Browns game, you said Baker would get sacked four times. He was not sacked once, but you did say he would throw three picks, and he threw exactly three picks. <laughs> <laughs> You got Texans by double digits. They won by 16. You took Jets by seven and a half. They only lost by four. And the Seahawks, you said the Seahawks would be the Niners by more than 20, and they won by 27. You were on fire. My man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking to get another week right here, man. He's on a a real heater. He is on a heater. All right. Now we are on to. Speaking of Peter, you're. I know know you didn't win that that Redskins game, though. (laughs) I did not. Did you go with the over or the under? Under. Under. Told you to go over. I know. Wasn't, wasn't the best day. That's all right. Looking rebound right here. All right. So <laughs> now we're on the week 14, Porter. You're going first. We're going clockwise. Yep. All right. All right. Give me a buddy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> so. Head to head. Just how we drew it out. <laughs> Real barn burner. Never thought I'd see you around here, you old bastard. <laughs> Real barn burner on Thursday night. What's up? Jaguars at Titans. Titans are favored by four. Six to three. <laughs> uh, I'm going Titans. Mario is going to be a little poo-poo. Bob? Titans. Titans at home. Let me see the wheels turning in Ian's head you right now. You are correct, And sir. it's <laughs> delicious. Fuck the Jaguars defense, by the way. I'm, I'm going Titans. I can't believe that. I'm going Titans as well, Ian. Give me that island. Serving says. Yeah. Porter nailed it. Let's Ian's only Jags. <laughs> Dick, what you got, bud? Yep. Give me the defense after you shut out. Andrew Luck on the road. Give me the Jags again. My man. Money line. Right. The last four weeks for the Jags in fantasy, Jags defense, zero, nine points, zero, and 14 points. 
Guess which weeks that I bench them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next game, Jets at Bills. Bills are favored by three and a half. The Bills cut their two starting wide receivers today, two out of three. Kelvin Benjamin's out of a job, and Andre Holmes, whoever that is. Um, Kelvin Benjamin sucked for a while. Yep, so Ian, who you got? Uh, I like what Josh is doing. I'm going Buffalo. Now, does he run for another 100-yard game, Richard? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what do you got, Richard? <sighs> I'd rather not associate the <laughs> name with this game, but for the sake of the podcast, uh, give, me the, give me the Jets. Aaron Donald got benched, didn't he? Aaron Donald. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. Donald, no, Sam, Sam Darnold. Donald. Long Donald. <laughs> I think he was Donald right. Duck got benched, didn't he? <laughs> uh, His backup is Donald Glover. I'm going. I'm going Bills too. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go Bills too at home. Bills. All right. All right. Next game, Porter Saints at Bucks. Saints are favored by eight. Yeah, Saints are gonna gonna bounce back. Yep, that's pretty obvious. Saints all the way around, guys. Yes. Yes, and and covering too. Yeah. Yep, I concur. Okay. Why didn't I concur? All right, next game. Um, Ian. Patriots at Dolphins. Patriots are favored by seven and a half. Lock it up. Yeah. New England all the way around, boys. Yes, sir. Uh, Retweet. Even with the point spread, Jake Cutler beat the Patriots and Tannehill's Hill's done it before, but give me the Patriots for the Dolphins to cover with the eight. Yeah, give Bobby a second so we can mark that down. (laughs) All right. Um, Next game, Porter. Ravens at Chiefs. Good game here. Six and a half point spread. I love you, but Chiefs. They're just they're just so yep. goddamn good. Defense is going to give them give them a fight, but they're still going to win out. Yep. Yeah, they're just going to they're just they're just going to wear them down. Yeah. They're going to run them all over the fucking place. Yeah. He's got weapons everywhere. Here's a, here's another good game. Something I wouldn't have anticipated going into the season. Ian Colts at Texans. Texans are favored by four and a half. Give me that. Give me luck. Okay. Damn. Give, give, give me luck and right. Okay. What do you got, Dick? Yeah, the numbers and stats and betting trends show the teams that get shot out, especially with an elite quarterback like that, they tend to have a good week. But give me that Texans, baby. Come on, Deshaun and DeAndre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Yeah, you're not going to pick against them Clemson boys. <laughs> yeah, nope. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to Houston at home. I am too. Ten in a row. Yeah. I, I almost I, don't want to because I was like, that's impossible. But <clears throat> They aren't. At yeah, home, good. too. We yeah. should have beaten them. Colts defense is actually solid, too. Yep. Which was so frustrating because when we played them in week two, I'm like, this defense blows. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't we doing anything? Yep. Turns little, out. Little we know. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. Um, this is kind of Colts. Uh, next game. So Next song. Um, did, Falc- you get, did you give me Colts? No. Oh, you wanted Colts? Yeah. Okay. There I we think go. they're going to break the cycle. Oh, man. Next game, we got... Occasionally, we agree. That's true. That's also true. That's also true. We got the Panthers at the Browns. The Panthers are favored mm-hmm. by one and a half points. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's only one and a half, huh? Yeah. You know what? I'll take a flyer. <gasps> Ian, you take a flyer with me? We'll find out. Are you going to... If if I take the Brownies and then you take... Just to, <laughs> to spite me and leave me on the island by myself, 
I'm going to lash some sea turtles together and get back at you. <laughs> we'll see what happens. You going Cleveland? Sea turtles. Yeah, actually. 154 years old. All right, Bobby, what you got, bud? Give me the brownies. Hey! <laughs> at home, give me the brownies. I was like, I had a feeling that you weren't going to be on the island even if I didn't pick them. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go Panthers. Yes. Come on, brownies. Uh, actually, Richard? I don't think I have a shot to catch. What do you got? Anymore. Yeah, give, me the, uh, give me the Charlotte Panthers. <laughs> he will not say Carolina. Do you know why they're called the Carolina Panthers, Greg, and not North Carolina Panthers or Charlotte Panthers? Because South Carolina got all butthurt about it. Dick, I'm going I'm to let you answer this one. I sure shouldn't butthurt about it. I mean, <laughs> there's no pro teams in South Carolina. They reside in North Carolina in Charlotte. Get out of my state. It's Clemson, Carolina football, or that other team. The Panthers are in North Carolina, different state. See ya. So they were called the Carolina Panthers because they had the uh, expectation thinking, oh, South Carolina is going to adopt the Panthers too. Yeah. That really didn't happen. No. No. Right? A lot of them are South Carolina has been, you know, marching to the beat of their own drum for quite a long bit. So I, I wouldn't imagine them being like, oh, someone told us what Dating to like. Back to the Civil no, War thank era. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, also yeah, true. Yeah. All right. Um, I took social studies. <laughs> uh, what was that first? Ian, are you going brownies? You know you? I'm going brownies. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Baker. Baker. Right. Greg Williams. Can you go wrong? All right. So yes, yes, you can. next game, we got Falcons at Packers. The Packers are favored by five and a half points. Surprising. Ian. I mean, I knew they'd be favored, but I didn't think about that. I mean, that's also not that much. but In Green Bay? Oh, yeah. God. But, yeah, it's in Green Bay, so. Olivia Munn will not be there. Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick. Might. Right. I'm saying Olivia Munn will not be there, so. Oh, that's too bad. Green Bay. Green Bay. Yep, 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 yep. I'd agree. I feel like they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna like unleash the hounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pissed off. AA round. Just, just let them loose. And, what do you got, Dick? And Falcons are different yeah. outdoors. I think yeah. Green Bay takes it. I'll take a long shot here. Steve Sarkeesian, the offensive coordinator for the Falcons, gets fired on the bus ride. Oh. On the flight. Oh. I wouldn't really. It hasn't been Atlanta's offense <clears> has been the problem this year, though. It's been their defense, though, right? He's been getting knocked, though. True. It's not because it's like not Kyle Shanahan. One. Um, Bobby, you said Packers too. Yes. Okay. I did a head nod. Go I pack also go. agree with the Packers. GB for GP. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game. Really well Love me week. some AA, Ron. AA, uh, Broncos at 49ers. Broncos are favored by five and a half Broncos. Points. Give me them Broncos. Is that Denver all the way around, guys? Peyton Lindsay. <laughs> at 49ers? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Take yes. the Broncos. I think it's only a five-point spread, I believe. Five and a half. That's what I see. Five and a half. Yep. Shanahan's losing his hey, grip. With, if you look at the pending schedule, the Broncos got a, an easy one in terms of being able to maybe catch the Ravens for that sixth seed. Yeah. 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 So there actually is could very well be a case in which Case Keenum goes to the playoffs and not Kirk. And not Kirk. Go Phillip Lindsay. Yep. Um, next game, Ian. Bengals at Chargers. Chargers are favored by 14. Go Chargers. <laughs> by how much? 14. Yeah. Cover. Wait, what? Austin Eckler's 14? Gonna, Austin Eckler's going to go off this yeah. week for you, buddy. Holy shit. If, if Melvin Gordon's not playing. Yep, I'm with you. Chargers blow him out, and I'll double down on the coaches. <laughs> Marvin Lewis gets cut. <laughs> you would think. I think he's got like a Ernie. Oh, damn it. He's got an Ernie Grunfeld syndrome going on over you beat, there. He, you beat me to it. He's got pictures on somebody. Pictures <laughs> uh, of the owner. Yes. Next game, Porter. Big game here. 
Eagles at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by three and a half. Fucking damn Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Honestly, it's... <sighs> a lot of momentum. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really want to, but I feel like they got the better shot doing it. Okay. Pulling out. Bob. I think it's going to be a good game, game, though. I do think it's Cowboys. Gonna be Cowboys, Cowboys in Philly. Yeah. That was Sunday night game. Yeah. That was big. Oh, that's true. And that's why I'm going to go Eagles. I'm actually not. I'm not doing my. I'm doing my bit, but I'm actually. My reasoning is not because, because I hate the Cowboys. It's because I. I think it's hard to beat a team twice. Yep. And the Eagles looks like they finally figured out how to incorporate Golden Tate. Well, number one, we helped you. You're welcome, Philly. Yep. We're Q all. Um, I still I, think the Cowboys probably win the division though. Fuck you, Philly. Fuck ball. Uh, Bobby, I agree. I'm going Eagles, too, for that same exact reason. Bye, that's my reasoning as well. God damn. I'm on my own. Yep, I think With the Cowboys? I don't like that <laughs> island. God damn it. Can I change my answer? I don't know. Do you want to switch? Yes, you can. We've established this rule. I don't want to be on the island by myself. You love being on the island by yourself. But not this island. It won me last week. Yeah. No, I'll go, I'll go Philly. Okay. I didn't really want to do it, but I was like, everyone else is. They could very easily They win could. Game. It's true, but. Here, okay. Next game. No, no. I, I said what I said. Good man. I said what I said. Okay. Ian, this is the game that Jason Witten should be commentating, commentating <laughs> on. <laughs> Lions at Cardinals. Lions are favored by two and a half points. The fact that either of them have, they, they should be a fucking dead even shit. Let's let's go. Come on, Matt Patricia. Let's go. Let's right the ship here. All right. The I, answer's got to be Stafford, right? It has to it's be. Gotta, it's got to be Lions here. Yep. Yep. I agree. I'm gonna say the Lions get Carry On Johnson back, and and they win. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Lions all the way around. Okay, Bobby. Sorry, I mean Porter. Steelers at Raiders. Hey, Bob. <laughs> Steelers are favored by 11. Looks like uh, no James Conner this week. Weird. Why would they be favored by so much? They lost respectively to the Chiefs. They Can did. we acknowledge they that? They did. That was way closer than anyone Another ever thought. Another two touchdown spread. Yeah. That and it was, like, what, three points? Yeah. I stopped watching it and it was like 33-30. All right. Is that Steelers all the way around, obviously? Yeah, I'm going Steelers. Okay. Give me the Raiders with 11, but I'll take Steelers to win. I think it's a lot of points, and I agree. They, they made the Chiefs game competitive. They did. It, it got to three possessions in the second half a couple of times, but they kept it close. Where, right. where is it? It's in Oakland. Give me the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Raiders. Okay. Fun fact, the Raiders are the only AFC team Big Ben has never beaten. Until this week. And all three times he's played them, they've had losing records. The Raiders, that is. Huh. Huh. Let's okay. go, Raiders. Just win, baby. <laughs> all right. This game would be really, really good if Mitch Trubisky is going to be playing <coughs> on Sunday night. God damn it. Rams at Bears. Rams are favored by three. What? Oh. Ooh. Ian. I heard that, that completely wrong. That yeah, that's me too. But the Bears won. I think the the reason for that, though, I think defense. they'd be like plus six if it weren't for their defense. The defense. Their defense is fucking ridiculous, yeah. and I th- I feel like they're. Uh, who's who's, who's what, calls it? It's Ian's, right? Prime time. Yeah. This is the Bears. 
third primetime game in the last four they, weeks? They have had a lot. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, no, give McDreamy all day. Extra Although time. Bears are going to be pissed. Is it, is it in Chicago or in, in Chicago? It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. Do we know if Trubisky's uh, going to play? I don't know, but uh, he's questionable. McVay had extra time. McVay has extra time to prepare. I, he's I, not a Gruden. He I, think it's, I, I think it's unequivocal if Chase Daniel plays this game, then it's the Rams. If Trubisky plays and you're looking at a really like a potential playoff, you know, an FC championship game yeah. caliber. Uh, Dick, what you got? Yeah, well, by the time this game closes, it'll be Rams minus four, even as high as four and a half or five. And Porter, by the way, I can smell your awesomeness and your fucking beard through the microphone. It smells great. I love you so much. <laughs> God right damn it, come home. Spread, <laughs> Just come home, Richard. <laughs> give, me, uh, give me Rams all day. Bob? Yeah, Rams. Okay. Big bad. I don't know. Make Bay with the extra time to prepare if for that he, defense. Hey, give me talk amongst yourselves. Let me check real quick. See if you still fucking blah 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 la 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 la. It's just Second Amendment, First Amendment, <laughs> <laughs> Third, Fourth, Fifth Amendment. amendment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wumbo, you wumbo, he she me wumbo. Yeah, so he's still listed as questionable, and it's just, ah, God damn it. And they might be lean towards resting him because, I mean, I know, no because they, they've already, North. yeah, no, they're going to make the playoffs, and they, the, why would they risk it? And against a team also that they're basically going to be flouting their defense out about, ah, God damn it. Hmm. I don't like it. This might be the record for the longest Porter has taken it. You might. Yeah, uh, you won't make your pick. You won't. He's you won't. leaning towards Bears. He wants to take Bears. I do want to take the Bears. Just do it, Craig. I'm taking the Bears. Good man. Okay. Strong stuff. Uh, another good game on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Redskins? <Porter>. Yeah. <laughs> Vikings at Seahawks. Seahawks are favored by three and a half points. Vikings started around. <coughs> I'm going to say the Vikings keep slipping and the Seahawks have turned it around at home. Even though Kirk stole a win there last year. Yes, he did. I'm still saying the Seahawks get the win. Man, I don't know how to... T- I, I would say on paper, the Vikings are the better team. And the Vikings have underwhelmed, underperformed, and the Seahawks have overperformed. Yeah. That is a very fair at the same time assessment. Any, anytime the Seahawks are playing in Seattle on a, some, a Monday Night Football, that place is going to be just debaucherous. And Russell they've Wilson is playing. That was not Russell the Wilson case. is he's not, playing. They've also played there at home. Some of his best football. shit, and they got their shit rocked. <laughs> at home? Yes. In Seattle? Yeah. To who? I don't know. Look it up. Google. Who? That it ever happened? Yeah, sure, that sure it, it ever happened. <laughs> It happened, and it can happen again. Yeah. It can happen. It can happen. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go, Minnesota. They have more to. Elias yeah, time. More to lose. I'm, I'm breaking it. You piece of shit. I'm breaking it. How dare you? I'm telling Kirk and, Je- <laughs> and Jesus. Good. Tell them that I'm disappointed. <laughs> and Jesus. I am so tired of seeing all those people fucking shit on Kirk, but it was it was valid. Last week. Uh, <laughs> Seattle's playing too well right now. Minnesota just, I think. They're going to break it. I think they're just. They're going to break it. I think they're going down. They're going to break it. 
And that being said, give me Kirk Cousins. God damn it. I couldn't even do it. I I wasn't going to do it until I really just talked myself into it at the end. God damn it. Dick, I'm really curious to hear this take. Yeah, Cousins has had happy feet the last couple of weeks. And I know it was against the Patriots last week, and Belichick does that against a lot of quarterbacks, especially in New England. But with Seattle's top-ranked rush offense, they're playing too well, and you know, Cousins look like a drunk cat on ice in the pocket a little bit. I think, uh, there's a redneck reference God tonight. damn it. Uh, drunk cat on ice. All right, what was that? Uh, Seahawks okay. and the win and cover. Okay. Yeah, Bob, uh, Bob's writing that down. What was, the, what was the spread? The spread is three and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it raining there again, Dick? Always raining. <laughs> All right, Ian. Yep. Um, <coughs> one o'clock. Giants at Redskins. Are you still going to this game? You told I me am, yeah, you're going. I am. Why are you doing this to yourself? It's for Mike. It's for Mike. I couldn't say no. <laughs> he was so excited. We haven't been to a game in years. He's having a kid. Found out it's a girl. I was like, Spot luck. Spot luck. Mike's having a girl. My man. Yeah. Good for you, Mike. My man. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. It's gonna be horrible. <laughs> it is going to be bad. It's, it's, it's really also, bad. by the way, it's no. gonna be cold as fuck. Oh goody. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, we're gonna we're gonna get back above 500. Let's do the damn thing. There you go. Obviously, hail. And it's going to be 33. Mm. Uh-huh. Sanchez is going to air it out. Now, now you're just doing a bit. Slinging it. <laughs> <laughs> 33 to 28. All right. Oh. Giants are favored by three and a half. They should be. Yeah. They're play- They're actually playing well right now. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, Vegas, Vegas is fucking clueless. Sanchez and Adrian Peterson are going to win the ball game easily 17 to 16. Man. Easily 17 Easily to 16. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be hard fought at all. Just the punters. The punters just are going to be doing work all easiest day. Easiest 17 to 16 victory ever. Just nice and easy cruise through Do the finish line. Yeah. So the Giants have looked much better over the past month. I feel like Pat Schirmer starting to develop his, his players, and I feel like they're starting to buy in. And um, We're not going to be able to hold Saquon Barkley to the level that we did last, last no. time we played. Um, yes, Mark Sanchez will have a few days to prepare for it, but we just are so diminished from a talent base on the offensive side of the ball, we're not going to be able to score. The Giants' defense isn't bad, um, at least our front four. Um, I'm going to go 14-6 to six Giants. God, that sounded like a eulogy, man. Come on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you already hey, missed our eulogy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you missed the eulogy. Dick, we just watched a Monday Night Football game with Mark Sanchez as our quarterback. You're goddamn right it was a eulogy. everything is setting up for this to be a embarrassing and ugly football game and a loss um that being said sanchez my man and ap ap is finally gonna get back over 100 (laughs) none of this 96 yard bull crap of i think he's just completely worn down you think (laughs) yeah um the number two pencils got no point that's, yes, give me well twenty. Played. Give me twenty seventeen nah. skins. Nice, easy twenty seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> We're just giving Tom points at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, we've given him a Redskins at least five a week. 
It's going to be Redskins. Hell yes. Hell yes. That's what's going to be. <laughs> That's no prediction. 42. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Mark it down. Mark it down. <laughs> Look up Tom's face. <laughs> 42 to what? 42 to 21. <laughs> Doubling them up. <laughs> I blow, believe that. We're going to blow them up. Can you imagine out. Can you imagine the mental state Eden would be in if that was the final score? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I would be incoherent. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of goddamn touchdowns. That's, and like, like you said. That's every drive. Every drive is a touchdown. <laughs> Sanchez, he's going to figure it out, man. He's why gonna, why, you, guys doing, why he's, are you guys doing bits? He's going to fling that fucking ball. I have a genuine feeling. I, I actually think we can win. I, so, not that score, and definitely not that score. Oh, no, it's, no, that's, that's what's happening. Let the record show if Colt McCoy was healthy in our starting quarterback, even if we got our ass kicked last night, I would have picked us to win. But it's Mark yeah, Sanchez right. is yes, the yes, sole yes. reason why I think we're going to lose. Yeah. This, no disrespect to him. I mean, this who in the right mind could succeed yeah, in yeah. this situation? But, but this is honestly those type of games that Jake Gruden somehow fucking wins. He he actually will prepare a very good game plan. Yeah, and and Sanchez will hey, execute. Maybe last Trent minute William. signing of Hankerson on Friday afternoon. And <laughs> maybe Trent Williams will block this time. He maybe we had, had the worst game of his career that I've it ever seen. It was really bad. That weird play that we ran with like the pass back oh my screen. Yeah, Chris Thompson would have walked into the end zone walked. if Trent Williams could get to that. Uh, I think that safety. Yeah, uh, he missed a couple. Blocks on the outside, which we normally destroy yep. as pancakes, people. All right, so that's it for football, Dick. I want you to stay on the line because I got a few. I want your your take on this, too. Big uh, news locally in baseball. The Nationals signed the top free agent pitcher, Patrick Corbin from the Diamondbacks, six years, $140 million. Three-fifths of the Nationals' rotation – Max Scherzer, $215 million. Steven Strasburg, $175. Patrick Corbin, $140. That is a lot of cash. You better be winning a World Series with all that cash. Yeah, 500, over $500 million allocated to th- three players. Hey, and make no mistake about it, I-, I rode Corbin a lot last year. He is an elite pitcher with a top 10 curveball. Slider, right? Slider. Yeah. Wipeout slider. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, it will almost hit the back foot of a right-handed batter, mm-hmm. and they'll still swing at it. I heard that's the hardest pitch to hit. It's a good slider. I mean, you saw Chris Sale, the last pitch, almost hit. I mean, it, I mean, it made Manny Machado go to yeah. one knee <laughs> on yeah. his slider. That was bad. Yeah, and so to me, what you're saying is a changing of the guard in the NL East because the Nats dominated for about a five-year span, and now the Braves, they signed sign Josh Donaldson. Who else did they get? I mean, they acquired Kevin Gossman last year. They who? There's another pitcher I can't remember. Fultonavich was really, really impressive. Yeah. And uh, I know the Phillies are going to be aggressive via free agency. Um, this was a chess move that you yeah. saw. What? Okay. The Braves just signed one of the top hitters in baseball. We're going to sign one of the top pitchers. Yep. Well, formerly top hitter, Josh Dawson had. Yeah, he's been a few uh, years the same. Ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the and not just the. Phillies and the Mets. I mean, uh, the Phillies and the Braves. The Mets are making moves too. Mm-hmm. They just had a huge trade. They got Cano. So yeah, I think they're forcing their hand. And you know, if you're going to compete, you got to make some moves. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. It was reported that the Phillies. We know how much money they have available and how aggressive they've claimed to be. And I thought it was interesting. Someone said that they made it clear they were not going to be outbid for Patrick Corbin, and then the Nets outbid them by wow. a year. 
because um, I guess they wouldn't go more than five years, and the Nats gave him that sixth year. So, yeah, and um, to me, this doesn't really affect their pursuit of question. Bryce Harper at all. I mean, the, the money's going to be there. I think Corbin was always in their plans. Bryce Harper's still in their plans for the future. And um, they're going to pursue him. And there's no obvious, There's no real cap. It's going to be whether they can come to an agreement. If if Bryce is comfortable with the amount of money that the uh, learners are going to be willing to pay him. Sure. That's, I think that's supposed to come down. I don't think this really hinders him that much in terms of it. I think it helps, too. Yeah. I think there's a, hey, we're we're looking to compete we're long term. This. We're yeah. doing this, Bryce. Hop on the train. Yeah. You know, it was, and then you look at the young talent they have. Yeah. It was a um, – because how many times in the past few years that the Nationals have been outbid by another team? Right. And uh, really the only other exception I can think of is Max Scherzer. So, you know, he Corbin is going to stay. Out. Yeah, well, that worked out. Yeah. And not, the, not to compare think, Corbin to Scherzer. I mean, they're... I think the only time they did get outbid was Chris Sale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. We were so freaking close. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, you know, that's usually the, the first reaction is, wow, that's a heck of a three, starting three rotation mm-hmm. as long as they're healthy. And then um, also like that, that he's a lefty. Forward. Yeah, and they they certainly needed that. Um, okay, so more local news: um, Mike Loxley, offensive coordinator from Alabama, former coach at Maryland, has been rehired in College Park. Loxley is known as one of the best recruiters in the country, not Robert just in the country, but in this area yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, that what I just heard. Not no? Robert, oh. but we could call him that. Damn it, Steeler of talent. You know, what do you guys think about this hire for the Terps? I, I think it's interesting that he would come back. I mean, I get it's a head coaching job. It's supposedly a top program in terms of it's a Big Ten team and it's a hotbed of high school football. He's a great recruiter. He's from the area, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, this is a guy who, when they fired Randy Etzel, they gave him the interim job and he didn't do too great. And they cut him, or not cut him, they fired him and went and got DJ Durkin, who then, of course, that whole debacle turned out to be. So, I mean, it's like, why would you want to come back to a hostile situation to a team or to a school that showed in the past that they didn't want you mm-hmm. or didn't trust you? So I thought that was interesting. But I also understand, you know, getting a head coaching gig, you can't. it's hard to pass up when you're that's – your, that's your livelihood, that's your dream to, sure. to be a head coach and to be the guy. I'll, I do like that it's a, reportedly a five-year deal. Um I think with a couple of options too. So, you know, if kind of like kind of like the Orioles, if if Maryland's going to do this, they have to go all in on this quote unquote rebuild in terms of it's got to be a long term investment. It's not going to happen overnight. This is a process. It's going to take a while. They're going to be bad next year. They're going to be bad the year after. Um, you know, let him get his players and his coaching staff and give them a couple years under their belt before we have any realistic expectations of competing. So I, I I like that part. It's not just going to be like a well. Let's give him two or three years, see what he does, and if it doesn't pan out, we'll just restart. I mean, you got to go all in on this type of hire. Sure. You know, it wasn't really necessarily the big name that we were looking for, which yeah. is the reason why they there's been such coaching turnover at, in College Park over the years. But I mean, this is a guy that's familiar with the program, that's familiar with the area. I mean, it's all you have to do is just recruit inside the county that the college is in, and right. you'll be able to produce a yeah. legitimate program. So, you know, we'll, and he's already got those connections and that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it, it's I would feel that he he's going to need top line assistant coaches if he were to um I know what the model that Clemson has with what they're paying their assistant coaches. I wouldn't expect it to be that to be that same level, but that is kind of the recipe as to what we're seeing. Yeah, and see how he does on the field too. I mean, he was 
obviously get named um, top assistant coach in the country this year. I did Alabama. So let's see if he can carry over that offense um, and help out whoever's playing quarterback for the Terps next year. Because they have actually – I was impressed with their young team. I mean, McFarland's a stud. Ooh, that's a good point. They have a lot of good young receivers, mm-hmm. um, just talented, super fast, athletic. The defense actually I thought – I mean, the defense is one of the most turnover-happy defenses in the country. I think they have talent there too. Uh, they're losing some big pieces at linebacker, but I think their secondary is relatively young. So yeah, let's see what he can do. I'm, I'm – I'm not overly ecstatic about it, but I'm not like cautiously optimistic. Yeah, sure, I feel like I've been that. getting a, a just golf clap. Yeah, okay. golf exactly. Clap. And the, yeah, and considering where the program is right now, take it. Sounds good. Uh, he just you know how, to, how a, a real program is yeah, is run. Not right. to mention, you know who his top recruit was, and then he l- decided to not commit because of him was uh, Dwayne Haskins, yeah. Heisman Trophy oh, candidate. Oh, true. Yep. At Ohio oh, wow. State, okay. he was supposed to go to Maryland, and yes, then as soon as Loxley was let go, he left. So. Yeah. Um, <coughs> last question. My, my one rapid fire question, Bobby. This is for you. Hey, Bob. Spider Man trailer is getting released tomorrow. I know. Thank you, Umo. Umo, Umo brought this to my art. Your so attention too. Point with the trailers. It's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and he showed me the two guys to follow. Thank you, Spider Man trailer Saturday. Avengers Four trailer was supposed to be today, but they pushed it back because of uh, the Bush funeral. So we're getting Spider Man Four. On uh, we got Captain Marvel last night on yep. Monday Night Football. We're getting Sp- uh, Inv- Avengers four on Friday morning, and then Spider Man on Saturday. So sized. <laughs> so I know Spider Man's your that's your wheelhouse. So who is kind of you know paint a picture for what we should expect in this one? Well, I, so I actually don't know what I mean. I know it's called Far Away from Home, so it's it's just gonna depend. What comes out first, this or, or Avengers far away from four? Coming or Far Away from Home? Far Away from Home. Um, I have to, I would have to double check to make sure. I think Avengers four. No wait, I can't be right. I don't know. I don't know which one's coming first. But the idea is, you know, where we last left Peter Parker, he died. Yeah, or whatever. Um, Too soon on Titan, and so they're gonna have to establish how he's alive again or where he is. So I'm, I guess that's why I'm assuming that unless Captain Marvel resets everything. Um, but we'll see. So and then I know the villain is Mysterio. That, okay, who's playing? I don't know, actually. Okay. But you're sized. Oh, so sized. I am so all in on these new Spider-Man movies. Um, Fuck yeah. They're so good. Yeah. He, he's the best Spider-Man and the best Peter Parker. They, they, they nailed it. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, as Bobby is looking that up. Yeah, this is bothering me. Because <laughs> I should know this. <coughs> oh. Uh. oh, wait. So Michael Keaton will be back as the Vulture. Okay, nice. Um, and Jake Gyllenhaal is Mysterio. Oh, I knew that. A special effects expert who uses his talent to create elaborate illusions and commit crimes. I am sold. And Nick Samuel Jackson's going to be in it, and Murray Hill's going to be back. Is the Nick Fury in it at all? Nick Fury, yeah. What is the Scorpion in it? I think so. He should be right. Should be. I, I mean, he'll they, be in they, prison. Yeah, I mean they. Set it up for it. Yeah. Nice. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe right. we'll, well, we're about more for the third one. 94 minutes in. That about does it for this evening's PMIC episode. Yeah. Strong episode. Not happiest topics, but strong episode. Nope. Misery. Misery. God misery. Misery. Uh, Ian, um, may the odds be ever in your favor on Sunday afternoon. Thank you. Uh, I guess you should probably. Hey, your last game, you won, right? Then no. wasn't, wasn't your last game 
No. Oh, uh, we 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 restarted a streak. I believe so. God, now I can't even remember. No, it was that we, Monday we, night we, game? We, 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 we. Wasn't it the Monday night game we, that you we went? We had to? a two-game win streak. Yep. And then. I uh, thought you went to a Monday night football game and we yeah, lost. Which is never a good idea. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it's been so long since I've been to a game. Now, All right. Well, never mind. Then. Um, thank you. It was a loss, though. Thank you, Richard, for hopping on and giving us your picks for the week. It's Dick's picks. It's Dick's picks. Dick. Yes, sir. Dick. Thanks for having Dick. me on. Dick. 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 Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, oh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Put Me In Coach podcast at PMIC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, search Put Me In Coach podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Give us a like, subscription, and follow and spread the word. We love uh, hearing from fans. And uh, spreading our good joy and good news in this holiday season. Shout out to forty one. Rest easy. Um, oh yes, yes. Uh, at Bobby underscore Blanco at Tom underscore Natali at Ian underscore Foster twenty one at shout out forty one for Gregory. Um, <laughs> That's George's uh, Bush. For I know everybody who doesn't know. Yeah. Um, Politics aside, man was a patriot. Yep. yep. Yeah. Agreed. For Gregory, Dick. Ian, Tom, I'm Bob. Thanks right. for tuning in. We'll talk to you later. I watch it end this has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.